The Wichita Regional Chamber of Commerce's small business initiatives are made possible by our small business program investors, Blue Cross Blue Shield of Kansas, Cox Business, AGH CPAs and Advisors, United Healthcare, and Interest Bank. and drums, you know it's time for the Wichita Chamber Business Accelerator, powered by Evergy. Join us as we explore the world of business, leadership, and entrepreneurship in Wichita. Learn from local business leaders and owners on how they have built and grown their companies and the challenges and opportunities they met along the way. Coming to you from the Evergy Room at the Wichita Regional Chamber of Commerce. Here are your hosts, Don Sherman and Ebony Clemens Ajibalande. Welcome to another exciting edition of the WCBA, powered, of course, by Evergy. If you have a small business story to tell, you might go to communications at wichitachamber.org and let us know. Get on the list. Thank you for listening. And don't forget to like us, love us, share us. We truly appreciate it. Today, excited to have the folks from Cop Media, E. That's right. We have Miss Bonnie Tharp in the house. Hi, Bonnie. Hello. Thank you for being here. Thank you for asking me. Absolutely. So tell us a little bit about who you are and uh, what your role is at Cop Media. Well, my role as owner and founder of the company is my job responsibilities are everything. You know, it's from... Uh, meeting with clients, writing plans, helping to buy media, uh, developing strategies, um, taking out the trash, <laughs> watering the plants. All of we the above. We all do it all. So I'm no different than anybody else in our company. We have um, that kind of culture where if something needs to be done, you do it. It's mm-hmm. not a job responsibility. It's a, it's a part of being a team. And how long have you been in business? We are finishing our 29th year. Wow. Yeah. So in December, we'll mark our beginning of our 30th year. That's awesome. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. Thank and you. been all here in Wichita, right? All here in Wichita, yes. All here in Wichita. We so, handle clients all over, but we were we started here, yes. Well, let's talk about that a little bit. So you started in your home right. many years ago? <laughs> yes, I did. Yes, and I did. What made you start the business? Was it just uh, buying media at that time? It's it's always been media planning, buying strategies. So we don't do the creative element. So we don't create commercials. We don't develop newspaper uh, ads. What we do is build strategies to get those messages out to the right people. So I started the company 29 years ago, not because I hated the job I was at, but because I wanted a little bit more flexibility in my personal life. Mm. And and it it really grew gradually, and it it developed into something I really didn't dream it would be. Wow. That's awesome. And how many employees do you have? We have seven right now. Seven. Yeah. That's awesome. We've been as many as 14. So it's a good place for us to be right now. Would I hire back up if the right clients came around? Mm-hmm. I would, but mm-hmm. right now we're pretty comfortable and we're, we work um, to the maximum ability of our team. So we don't add anyone unless we're, you know, going crazy and working weekends and nights. So, mm. yeah. Okay. 
Where are you located here in Wichita? We, during COVID, we lost our lease on our building. So we purchased a a building down on McLean, 449 North McLean, across from the river. Nice. Yeah. It's, we bought it about a year ago and we remodeled it and now we're fully in and yeah, it's awesome. It's, uh, it's a, it's an area that I think is growing with the new stadium Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. all the focus on the Delano area. We're kind of on the edge of Delano, but it's a, it's a, I think it's a growing area and a good move for us. Your employees like it. Do you guys go out walking? Do you get yeah. on the scooter? You look like no, you get we, on the scooter. No, we don't get on the scooter, but <laughs> <laughs> we do. Uh, we did put a gym in the building. So oh, wow. we used to pay gym memberships for all of our employees, and we decided that we would invest in a gym and a shower so that they could work out um, whenever they want. They can have their kids come in and work out on the weekends or during the week in the evenings. If your 16-year-old son wants to come in and work out, we allow that so they can come and go as they want and use it for their own that's, personal. That's awesome. Okay. How about, do you open that up to your new podcast friends? Yeah, you can. Yeah. <laughs> just wondering. Oh, you know. it's coming. Yeah, 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 we we just what, what, what are the benefits? Very nice. Uh, I'm trying to picture 449 North McLean. Seneca Where's, and McLean. It's two blocks uh, west of Seneca Pretty close to Dops Chiropractic there on the mm-hmm. river. Yep. Yep. Okay. Yeah. I see it. You see it? As long as you I see, see Dops. It. Well, Do it does not them? look like what it looked like when we bought it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Excellent. Well, you you talked about you transitioned from doing your own, uh, no, working for somebody, but you wanted flexibility, do your own thing, became an entrepreneur. Tell us that story since you became an entrepreneur. What? How is... How does that evolve from putting out your shingle to today? Yeah. Um, as you can imagine, things have changed a lot in almost 30 years. Mm-hmm. You know, how we do business uh, has changed dramatically. What clients need from companies to help them uh, has changed dramatically. Um, I think that the road from beginning to now has been fairly smooth for us, to be honest with you. I think that we've had some of our clients for almost that entire time. So we've been really, really fortunate in in working, building relationships with people that we work with. So just like our, our culture internally is focused on family and health and and happiness, we try to work with that same philosophy with our clients. We talk about, um, just last week, we talked about, we have a client, I won't mention them, and they, you know, they're just not horribly profitable and they're small and we don't put a limit on the size of our clients. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We believe that we can help people and if we help them, they will grow. And we use the example of, we started working with Freddy's Frozen Custard when Mm -hmm. there was one store in Wichita. And now there's almost 450. Right. So thinking that that kind of philosophy and carrying that through throughout the whole organization and having people on staff that believe that, they do believe that, that we can help people, we can help them grow, and we can make this community a better place in which to live um, is really important to us. 
excellent. So with Freddie's, you had to work with Scott Redler all uh-huh. the time. Yeah, and Bill Simon. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> Scott, Scott, yeah. Scott. Yeah. My man. Yeah, they've they're they have they are an amazing story. Yeah, they are just. I mean, they're the they're the face of what you can do. Exactly. If, if you put your mind to it, and if that's the direction you want to go, I right. mean, if you want to be that big, right? Totally. Then you can do that. Totally agree. What problems does your business solve? I think you hit on a little bit, but uh, deep dive that. What do you solve as cop media? I think we're charged with bringing solutions to a client to build their business, you know, to expand their business, to generate more revenues. So our job is to develop strategies to implement that can do just that. And I've always said, you know, anybody can buy a radio commercial. Anybody can buy a television commercial. But it does take a special talent to be able to look at what the marketing objectives of a company are and develop media strategies that achieve those objectives. You just don't go out and buy ads. I right. mean, it, that doesn't make sense. It's never made sense to me. So all of our all of our work is done based on strategy. Mm-hmm. We don't put an ad anywhere. We don't send a message anywhere until we have written a plan. The plan says what are we trying to achieve? Who are we? Who's our customer? How do how how? What's our competition? Yeah. Excellent, so, yeah. excellent. As an entrepreneur, how do you define success? Wow, I don't know that I can define success for someone else, but for me, success is helping companies grow, helping employees become the best they can be. And at the same time, have fun and make some money. I mean, we all have to do those things. We have to make money in order to support the business. And we have to make money in order to support our employees, to give them good salaries, to give them good benefits, Mm -hmm. to make them feel like they want to come to the office and work every day. So, Bonnie, you know, you, you've you been in the business for some time, as we've talked about. I'm, in, I'm, I'm curious. I'm old, yes. I'm no, old. No, no. I'm not saying that at all. I am curious about technology changes throughout oh my your gosh. career. And, you know, how that may have um, affected your business for the better or for the worse. I mean, like, so when you began, um, you know, I don't know if you have personal PCs in the in your home where you did your research or what did that look like? Well, we spent a lot of time in the library. So um, that was just a, a constant for anybody that was wanting to, to do research is you went to the library. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I had just left, I, we were just now, before I left, getting PCs on everybody's desk. And I think it was the, my accountant from the company that I left said, the biggest computer you'll ever need and I think it was a 286, right? IBM 286. I don't know. IBM yep. 286. Don't act like you don't know. You know what a 286 is. It's, it's the biggest <laughs> thing you'll ever need. So, you know, yeah. I mean, yeah. technology is just, I mean, what can be measured today. And even back then, there were really three TV stations in our market. Right. And cable was sort of a player, but not really. Mm-hmm. Um, there were... Radio stations were all owned by separate companies. There weren't any conglomerates like what we have now. Mm-hmm. 
newspaper. It wasn't being published twice a day, but it was, I mean, it was a significant player for news and information in our, in our community. And even just nationally, looking at, we used to do some uh, international publications and how you worked through those, you know, to be able to find, well, how do you reach a potential aircraft owner in, you know, Europe? I mean, all that research was very, very different than what it is today. Mm -hmm. Today, you can find answers to anything you want to know. All you have to do is Google it. And sometimes you find the wrong answers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Google. Are you are you saying everything on the internet is not true? No, 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 no it's not. Okay. I'm, I'm sorry. No. <laughs> but technology has changed. I mean, we used to send out. We used to have the print ads. We'd have them typeset and sent out, and the V-locks would come back, and then you'd send the V-locks to the to the newspaper. I mean, wow. TV stations, they'd come and pick up their reels for the, t- the commercials. You'd send out reels to radio stations. I mean, it's just totally different. And it's obviously, right now, it's a lot more efficient. Right. And the technology that we had for audience measurements from Nielsen and Arbitron, and, you know, that we now have buying software where we can upload digitally all the ratings and mm-hmm. And negotiate and adjust and make buys based on, you know, audience figures that are current, not six months ago. So I think that the technology has really changed how we do business. I think it's uh, made it better. But there is so much audience fragmentation today in today's world than it was 30 years ago. Mm -hmm. I mean, we got a lot of radio stations. You've got Spotify, Mm -hmm. you've got Pandora, and you have satellite, and you have you know, local radio stations. And all of those things all fit together. And how do you manage and develop media strategies and what do you include and what's right for the product or service that you're marketing? So I don't know if that makes sense, but it, it, it's day and night different. No, yeah. Day I, and night. I, I can only imagine. And you guys are here in Wichita, but you serve at the entire nation. Is mm-hmm. that correct? Yeah. Can you talk to us a little bit about your reach and your clients? Um, yeah, we we in the past we've handled Textron Aviation all over the world. We've uh, we've um, done Easy Go golf carts, the aftermarket products. Mm. Um, we Freddy's is a great mm. example. Yeah, um, worked with a lot of franchise groups as well as corporate stores. So I think that you can do business anywhere today. It's good to have that relationship and that connection. So we do travel to see clients if they're out of market. Haven't done that a lot since COVID, but yeah. we definitely believe that that's important to build that relationship with clients. One quick question, if I can jump in on your, do you do strictly buys on measurements or do you do buys because the customer wants to partner with an organization? Both, both. There's a, you know, there's, there, there are numbers that support a lot of the things that we do, but there are also other benefits to becoming involved in different media strategies that is not number oriented. So it's not just, does that deliver 5,000 people or 30,000 people or 100,000 people? Does that deliver the right person that we're trying to reach? So the strategy Numbers-wise, may not look like the right strategy, but business-wise, it is the right strategy. Gotcha. So, 
you mentioned, I think, Arbitron and Nielsen. Arbitron back in the day, now Nielsen. Now it's Nielsen. Yeah. Uh-huh. Does Spotify, I mean, are you able to measure Spotify and Sirius XM and those folks? You or? buy those impressions all on a cost per thousand. So, okay. you know, I'm going to buy 2 million impressions and they deliver you 2 million impressions. Gotcha. Uh, wow. With radio stations, you can estimate based on their estimated listening and you buy based on that estimated listening. Hmm. Okay, and is that for like Sirius XM as well? I know it's yes. They than- they sell that on a cost per thousand. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Very cool. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, I, I had I, yeah. your stuff, but no, that's that's all I, good. I I mean, <laughs> I'm learning quite a bit myself. Um, but before we go to a break, because we have to hear from our sponsors. I'm curious, is this a family-owned business, is or is it just your business and you hire whomever? Yeah. Um, it is family-owned in that my son and my daughter both work in the company. Uh, I have three children. One is a flight attendant and lives in Chicago, and then the other two left here. Mark um, started. They all had to work. I know this sounds crazy, but they all had to work in the business when they were growing up, and it was in the house. I mean, they either had to shred paper or they had to pull the perforated dots off of the printed <laughs> stuff they had to when they were old enough to drive they would deliver radio tapes around town they would i mean they all had to work within the company in some way and mark was the one that loves the analytics and the numbers and mm-hmm. he really made sure that we were ready for the digital age when it when it arrived i mean i think we were early adapters with that i think we were one of the first um companies in this region to really set up a digital department and make sure that we were learning as many things as we could um, about that industry and how it's going to impact our customers, our clients. And so I think that he he was a big part of that. My daughter, Nicole, graduated from college and came back and she went to work a couple of places and she's like, you know, I really would like to see if I would like to work in the company. Mm-hmm. And she's been here. I think she's been there 12 years now. Very nice. And she's the one that kind of has the marks of my dreamer. Nicole's my do- doer. I mean, she's got the task list and she's making sure all the boxes are checked and is really great with clients. And Mark is, Mark is the, uh, the person that comes up with off-the-wall mm-hmm, strategies mm-hmm. that you think, well, hey, that could work. Nobody's <laughs> doing it. It could work. Very That's cool. awesome. Yeah. I know you're very proud. Yeah. Uh, I, You know, I love that they love the business. And it's funny that, you know, I knew Mark would, but I wasn't sure about Nicole. <laughs> and it's funny that she loves it. I mean. Well, friends, it's time for us to take a break and hear a word or two from our sponsors. And we'll be back to hear more from Bonnie. Severe weather. Whether it's hail, wind, rain, or snow, storms can cause damages, inconveniences, and sometimes even power outages. At Evergy, we're committed to providing safe, reliable energy. And in the event of an outage, our linemen work tirelessly to restore your power as quickly and as safely as possible. And with tools like our outage map and real-time updates, we're with you every step of the way. Visit evergy.com slash stay safe to learn more. The Wichita Regional Chamber of Commerce. Success for our members, leadership for our community, and prosperity for our region. 
We need your input to continue to improve the business environment in Kansas and to ensure the success of our members. See wichitachamber.org for more information. To provide us input about this podcast series, send an email to communications at wichitachamber.org with your questions, comments, and suggestions for the business leaders we should feature and important topics we should address. Welcome back, friends. We're here with Bonnie Tharp from Cop Media, and we're just trying to get a taste of what a day in her life is like in this wonderful uh, world of media. So, Bonnie, why Wichita? Why did you decide to stay in Wichita? Well, you know, and, and I have friends all over the U.S., and they ask that same thing. You know, why? Because with the way technology is today, mm-hmm. we could be anywhere we wanted to be. And I want to be here. I love this city. I think it's a great place to live. I think it's a great place to have a business. Um, I, I, there's nowhere else that I would want to run this company. I travel a lot. Mm-hmm. I do go on vacations quite a bit, more than I did in the beginning when I first started the company. But um, I just I can go see those places. But this is where I want to live. I, I appreciate you saying that. Um, what are some of the attributes you think that the Wichita community provides for small business owners like yourself that are unique? The attributes would be the support of the community. I mean, support of individual business owners, organizations like the Chamber, feeling like companies like Greater Wichita are doing everything they can to bring to light how Mm -hmm. wonderful this community is and how the people here want to grow companies. I think it's a. I think we're a, a, a secret out there for so many. Yeah. But for people that come here that have never been here, and spend a week here, they love it. I mean, it's like, oh my gosh, there's so much to do. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful city, and it's not just the cost of living. I mean, that always comes up. Well, it's really cheap to live there. Well, you know, the cost of living might be lower, but it's the quality of life. That's mm-hmm. right. Yep. So, you know, you, cost of living could be higher, but the quality of life we have here, you don't have that everywhere. Mm-hmm. You just don't. I know you don't. Amen. I have friends that live other places. They yep. don't have this. And they don't have really dope podcasts such as yes. this, right? <laughs> I mean, well, there you are. <laughs> I mean, that's what set this apart. That is. I love it. No, this is really awesome. I appreciate you sharing those thoughts about Wichita because, um, you know, I too love Wichita. And I think um, having tools like the podcast and having support from the chamber and support from other businesses um, is really important. Right. right. Really important. So... Tell us a little bit about um, who are the thought leaders that you admire? You know, I, I guess I, I look at at people like Pat Hanrahan that led the United Way for so many years and, and really kind of gathered businesses to support organizations that needed help. Um, I love what Wichita State University has done with their campus, with the Innovation Campus, and I love seeing that progress into something more uh, on that campus. Mm -hmm. Um, I think even our leadership within the city and and trying to build 
things like the ballpark. And I know that's been really controversial. I think that people that have wanted to lead by putting in another uh, convention center, um, do I agree with tearing down Century 2? I, I, you know, I'm not even in that conversation, but I think that we do have to look forward in how can we bring more people into our community to see what a wonderful city we have. Right. Well, thank you for that. I think businesses, when they when they look at coming here and want to relocate to somewhere, I think those things are important. I think that, you know, good air service is extremely important to our economy. Mm-hmm. Is there anyone or any type of business that would help support um, your business ecosystem or your supply supplier network? I don't, you know, I, I don't really, I can't pinpoint anything that would help. I mean, I would love the idea of there be more technology here mm-hmm. because the more access you have to technology, I think the faster you're going to be able to adapt to that. Um, I think we do have a lot of young people here that have great ideas. I know that we have some incubator things going on. I'd love to see more support for stuff like that, which in the end, has a direct impact on us, but right. it's a longer it's a longer time. Excellent. Just one question before we roll into the fun part. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, you've been around what twenty nine years Is that uh-huh. as what? a company. Yeah, as a company. What's next? You know, I mean, obviously, I'm not twenty nine years old, <laughs> <laughs> and I have people say, "Well, when are you going to retire?" And you know, the answer is, I don't know. I mean, I love what I do. I go to work every day, and I love what I do. And I, I like to travel, and I will. I do more of that all the time. But what's next for Bonnie, I think it's still much the same as what the last 10 years have been. I think more and more Nicole will take over uh, running the company, and she's done a great job. Um, I'll still be there to support, but, yeah, that's that's what's next for me. What's next for Cop Media? Um you know, we don't pitch a lot of business. We we look for businesses that that need help that fit our culture. We're not the answer for everybody. Mm. Uh, we're pretty careful about businesses that we take on because we want them we want them to be our kind of business, and we want us to be their kind of company. Mm-hmm. So, um, I, I laughed couple of weeks ago, we were talking about, and I've had clients say, well, why don't you guys start doing creative? Why don't you just hire a designer? Why don't you hire a copywriter? And my answer is, is we're the best at media. We're the best. I don't know that we'd be the best at everything else. Mm-hmm. And I'm happy being the best at this. I'm glad you brought that up. And especially as an entrepreneur, you need to know that not all business is good. For your organization. Right. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So that's that's pretty darn cool to hear that. I thought I was the only one who said that, E, but apparently not. (laughs) No. (laughs) Excellent. Well, it's fun time, Bonnie, and I'm just going to do a little word association. I give you one word. Oh, she done rolled her. She's side-eyed like you. (laughs) (laughs) She's learning. (laughs) She's learning. I give you one word. You give me one back. It's not wrong because it's your word. Okay. Here we go. Leader. My mom. College. Needs to change. 
That's three words. That's, no, okay. that's okay. Sound like a follow-up question, but I'll, I'll keep going. <laughs> uh, Wichita. I love it. Vacation. Scuba. Chamber. Caring. Failure. Chance to succeed. Mm. Beverage. Wine. Red or white? I'm just curious. Red. <laughs> I'm a big red drinker. Yeah. Red. Nice. Okay. Family. Uh, love is what comes to mind. Last but not least, fun. Laughter. Mm-hmm. Thank you for coming through, Bonnie. Truly appreciate you. Yes, you. it's been fun. It's been great. Thank, Thank you. you for, you know, agreeing to come on the show and to talk a little bit about you personally and about your wonderful business. Thank you. Absolutely. Well, friends, we've reached that time. It's the end of our podcast. Please make certain that you like it, you share it, and leave us some comments and let us know who you'd like to hear from next. Until next time. Peace. The Wichita Chamber Business Accelerator is brought to you by the Wichita Regional Chamber of Commerce and is powered by Evergy. Visit wichitachamber.org for a list of the area leaders we've interviewed for this series. This show is part of the ICT Podcast Network. For more information, visit ictpod.net. The Wichita Regional Chamber of Commerce's small business initiatives are made possible by our small business program investors, Blue Cross Blue Shield of Kansas, Cox Business, AGH CPAs and Advisors, United Healthcare, and Interest Bank. Thank you for your support of small businesses. If you are interested in learning more about small business investment, contact Angie Elliott at A-E-L-L-I-O-T-T -T at wichitachamber.org.